following presentation by Taylor Fragon Capital Management LLC is intended for general information purposes only. No portion of the presentation serves as the receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from Taylor Fragon or any other investment professional of your choosing. Please see additional important disclosure at the end of this presentation. A copy of Taylor Fragon's current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request or at www.taylorfragon.com. Welcome again to the 60, I think it's the 61st, I have to go back and check, episode of the Long Only Podcast. It's got to be more than that. Maybe not. No, it's either like 61st or 62nd. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm Jerry. I'm Doug. He's Doug. He's Doug. I'm trying to speak louder because I hadn't been doing a good job of speaking in the mic. I'm speaking into the mic. Move it up a little bit, though. There's, a, there's, it's not even with you. It needs to be. Is that better? A little bit. Uh, so raise the whole thing up. There you go. You got to eat the mic. That's what they say. Eat the mic. Eat the mic. That's what I'm doing. Okay. The. I'm doing that too. And anyway, there, now I'm eating the mic. We're getting there as a as an operation. Jerry. Doug. You know what I got on my mind? Pink eye. No, I don't. I don't have pink eye. I have. It's in the house, though. No. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's it gone. left. Oh, good. I don't think I don't know if there was ever officially pink eye. Ah, okay. So well, let's go off that topic. What is on your mind, Doug? Bowling. Bowling. Yes. Okay. Bolero. Well, yes. Full disclosure: the, we own shares of Bolero. We own Bolero. Yes. Bowling they just is, announced buying some a couple of new uh, locations in the valley. What is it do you think makes Bolero such such a thing? You know, I think whether it's Bolero or things like Top Golf, people want something different. You know, it's something. Uh, it's that combination of sort of a recreational activity with food and drink and. And fellowship. I mean, people like kind of doing things together. Well, but and that's I, what those things really do well. Bolero's great at it. I mean, it's a, it's a fun, silly, you know, nobody really knows how to bowl kind of thing, but it's fun. I do think that you can the, hurt your hand, though. You can, but the difference between bowling at Bolero and in a regular bowling alley isn't nearly as different. It's the than, experience is way better, but it's not it's not as different as Top Golf is to playing golf. Because basically, well, Top Golf no, is bowling. It's a bowling alley. Yeah, it's a bowling alley. Whereas Top Golf is, is is a different experience than golf. Well, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as, a, as I have, have you to see anyone? Yeah, have you I can see tell you that it's very different. It, it actually, the, the, there's not the same level of aggravation. That's yeah. Sure. I haven't seen anyone throw a club yet at Top Golf. No, but I'm sure it's happened. And. Well, I was talking about Bolero, but also Bolero is a little bit, it leads in to my lead in. Okay, lead in. Because Bolero has some controversy, right? Among the purists. Oh, because of the stringed pins. Right. Not at all their places, but at some of their places. It's funny you bring that up because we were there the other night. And uh, I wasn't invited. It was a company outing without me. It was a company outing without you doing due diligence. Um. And they indicated that I don't I don't know some some so Americanist bowling association maybe that's it uh, reference that they expect that all of 
it will all be using strings because it's it's apparently significantly less expensive to um, maintain those 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 machines take a lot of TLC, therefore a lot of labor, and um, the the stringed systems are far more efficient. There's de- I mean I'm <laughs> I'm I'm definitely not a bowler, but it. You can sort of tell a difference. And I know that the purists, you know, are dead set against it. But apparently the world is going that way just because. And I guess once the level, the, the playing field gets leveled that everybody's using it, I guess then it's just going to be the way to. And I'm sure they'll improve it. And in, in fact, we've talked to the company and they said there, there's, you know, there's definitely that apprehension. But I mean, the the, the person that goes to enjoy, have a good time at Bolero, the care less about the strained pins. I mean, you have to be, you know, people like me notice that because, you know, just being more kind of an athletic competitive type, you can sort of sense there's something different. (laughs) I know it's weird, but it it, it is a little different, but I mean, I I don't consider that a real controversy. Most people don't even notice it probably. And that's, that's what the experience, the company talks about is it's, Yes, the bowling leagues. And actually they were, I think right now they, they talk about like they'll leave a couple of lanes old school um, for the, the serious bowling leagues that don't, you know, don't want to deal with that. But it sounds like it's possible. It might end up all going that way anyway. Give you a, a waitress with the smoking still, you know, to make you feel like the old times. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't notice that. Um, 55-year-old woman it's, dressed what way it is, too inappropriately. It's a sports bar at a bowling alley. There's sports everywhere. I mean, the the whole thing is monitors of sports going on, which which frankly was cool. I mean, we watched the D-Bags game, which was a crazy, crazy game. I think they ended up winning like 16 to 15 or something. And so that's fun. You're, you're, you're watching the D-Bags game, bowling, eating pizza or whatever, and drinking some beers and having fun. The When you say it's different, though, is it easier? Or you mean harder. the strings? The strings, yeah. Um, no, it's neither. It's just there's something where, like sometimes you're like, how did that stay up? Or how did that go down? <laughs> you know, it's so, like, so, on, so a, on, a, on a ball-by-ball difference, it could be easier or harder, but you think it washes out. I don't think it's a function of easier or harder. Well, you said how does that think, stay up or how does that go down? I mean, Well, I think maybe like purists might what one of the people there yesterday said that the action of the pins something like that is different you know there's a different action of the pin. i mean it's just the difference of there's something holding there's a string at the top of the the bowling pin is that what you call it the pin and so they probably have done everything they can to try at least to this point with technology to make it so that it's a as the real slack. as possible. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that that's there. And you brought, you mentioned slack. There's probably a very fine line between too much and too little because too little probably means it gets in the way of other, you know, pins too much means it's not going to be anywhere close to the same quote unquote action. Like this, one of the guys that was an employee there talked about, but we, we've, we did, yeah. I mean, truly we did due diligence before we bought this company. We wanted to go see it. We, a couple of, outings there and talk to the people and but but that's minor i mean that's like nothing compared to what makes bolero an interesting company uh is they have just figured out their formula um 
lot of it has to do with how they how they work their labor. That a lot of traditional bowling alleys um, will have people sitting around all day doing nothing because there's only certain hours that there's anything going on. Bolero is very very specific about how do I get that job there. What's that? How do I get that job? I'm sure you can go over there and tell them you got laid off. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you're very well qualified. You're very well qualified. For- you might be more qualified for that, Doug. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's fun, though. It's a fun experience. The, the arcade is crazy. It's like 95% margins, which I think is just what arcades are. It's packed. And we, we were there on Tuesday night, and it was full. I mean, it was really – and granted, it's summer, and it's 100 billion degrees yeah, exactly. outside Phoenix, right now, you're, so yeah, you better be inside. like being, being inside, but – um, it's cool. You know, that's not the only way though. Bowling is turned on its ears because now thanks to, I believe it's Jason Belmonte, Don't the know. two-handed delivery. This is like, it been a decade oh, in the works. Yeah, yeah. He's do. Who's he? He's a bowler. Who's like, he's the best bowler now. And he uses two hands. He uses two hands. No kidding. And he's basically, there's a GQ article on him recently. I have so, never heard of him and I had no idea he was using two hands. I didn't until yesterday, but I happened to see this article on him. And so he did. Did you see how he does it? Is he like through the legs kind of thing? No, they said it's, it's, they said it's, it's not a granny shot. I saw some video. It's, so he's still like swinging it from the side, but yeah. he's using both hands. And it is more, it is harder on your body. Two hands is? Yeah. Cause hmm. think more, there's more twisting. Well, I mean, the good bowlers, in fact, we were trying to figure that out. I can't believe we're talking about bowling, but that's okay, because we own Bolero. Uh, The good bowlers, I mean, really quality bowlers have that really nice, you know, curveball kind of aspect to it. But when you try and do that, at least when I try and do that, it really hurts my hand, my wrist. There's clearly a, there's a technique to that. You got to be careful that you don't end up giving yourself carpal tunnel. Although you probably do. Those guys probably all have it. Yeah. but it's it is it is a you know you you watch that they've got that curve I don't know what they call it, it looks like a curveball maybe a slider I can speak in baseball terms yeah um, so anyway it's fun well it's the spin that the, the spin yeah, yeah. The, the the English that they put on it that gives it that curving aspect. yeah because they don't want to hit it straight on the but it's interesting he we, he encountered a lot of resistance people called him a cheater. And they impugn his character. Why would that be a cheater? I don't understand. Well, that's what kind of want to get in the broader point is that you, it's things like this and the Fosbury flop, where yeah, the, the he, people change the paradigm, and then people can't hmm. keep up. Yeah, and they get angry and they say you're cheating. So I'm just going to go somewhere with that that I'm not going to go. That has to do with swimming, but we're not going to go there. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new paradigm. Yeah, exactly. It's a new world, Jerry. <laughs> go with it. Yeah, go with it. If if, if, um, if Riley Gaines would just keep up with the rest of the world. Yeah, really. What's changes. the problem? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the yes, that's the, so that was just just my point. People have interesting defense mechanisms when they get into when the the old guard is disrupted by these. Yeah. Things. I don't now know. Now everybody does the Fosbury 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 flop. Fosbury yeah. flop. Yeah, yeah, backwards. Get backwards. Made sense. In retrospect. Yeah. Yeah. Because they used to do the straddle. Yeah. Where they I remember. Were. I mean, I was young enough where they kind of, I remember that, or young enough, excuse me, old enough <laughs> that I remember them sort of teaching both. He was like 1970, maybe? Uh, probably late 72 late, Olympics. Late 60s. 68 Olympics, probably. I think 68 Olympics. Yeah. Mexico City. Crazy times. Yes. Crazy times. 
the uh, to the struggle. So anyway, um, yeah. So here we are. Here we are. Bowling, top golf. Uh, how does that? Well, we we talked about one of our company. We haven't done that. You know, we should do this. Have you heard of this company? We do that in our blogs. And it's fun. It's yeah. great. Have you heard of this company? Most people probably hadn't heard of Bolero. I hadn't heard of Bolero until I went. And then I found out they were public. And then I found out they were incredibly profitable. And then I'm like, where I'm in. Bolero was, it's, it's etched in my memory because that is one of the last things we did before the lockdown started. We went to Bolero. Bolero. Our friend Ryan and his family. Yes. So that's one of the last things we did. Yeah. It's, it's a fun experience. I like it. It's uh yeah, so it's cool, and it, and they they really have just done a phenomenal job. You know, it's a, compl- a kind of completely fragmented business. What the, the statistics are something like the average bowling alley owner is seventy five years old, and the average bowling alley in America was built in nineteen fifty nine or some crazy number like that. So these guys are coming in and buying up these things and giving these people an out and fixing them up and bringing scale to the equation, and they're still less than 10% of the overall market. Well, so, you know what reminds me? This reminds me of a different business. It, we're, it, we're, it, we're talking our book right now. Is what yes, we're, we're talking our book. So, but this reminds me of a different business that's just a little further ahead on the curve. But the same thing with like public storage. Public uh, storage, very yeah. fragmented business and not so much getting anymore. Less getting less fragmented. Yes, very quickly because the, the word is full disclosure, we own extra space storage in our income strategy. So there you go. But th- there is, I, didn't, I hadn't even considered uh, considered that as, but yeah, different on the curve because yeah, the secret's out about public storage. Mm-hmm. I remember saying 25 years ago when I w- when I was you know just out of college, like looking at those public storage places and I'm like this the, the like the public storage the company you know like those things are just like a license to print money. Mm-hmm. And so, and the, but a lot of it is the way they're getting ahead though, or the basics though with Bolero and public storage is the same. You know, you inc- you just increase efficiencies in the business process mm-hmm. the process. Blocking and tackling. Bolero is cleaner than your average bowling alley. That's one of the big. Oh, you know, it's impeccable. I mean, it's it's it it truly is a is a. Uh, it's a sports bar with a bowling alley in it. And. But no, there's no seediness to the to it in any way, shape, or form. It's very it's very nicely put together. Uh, it is, and yeah, kind of ha- kind of the old. It has something for everybody. My gosh, there was this little kid that had couldn't have been much more than three foot nine, and I couldn't believe how well that kid was bowling. I mean, it was he was he had that curve ball. He had the curve. Thing. He yeah, I don't know how he did it. It was amazing. So it's 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 one of those things that's sort of you know it's for all ages, great family um, outing, um, and a good value. I mean, frankly, Top Golf is expensive. I like Top Golf, but it's kind of expensive. Bolero is a good value. I like Top Golf, but Top Golf doesn't like me. Well, I don't. I'm not even going to comment on that. So, yeah, I don't really like golf in general. So, but I even I like Top Golf. Okay, so you do jujitsu. I, I won't get in the ring with you. But the, Top Golf is just. Uh, I wasn't good at it. It's okay. Not everybody's good at everything. So Jerry, we talked about one of our companies, actually two by accident. Uh, as it turns out, yes. I hit on the public yes. storage thing. Yes. But just I like gen- talking about companies. It's kind of what we do. It's what we do. It's, it may be a boring podcast. I don't care. It's fun to me. Well, the take home. They're for like that. my babies. <laughs> yes. 
that's a little sick, but go ahead. Well, the take, the take home from that though, is with some of these things we do look for, well, tell say, what do you, what is it you like about, about, uh, I like extra, fragmented businesses, extra space storage though. What, what do you like about what they're doing? Um, well, you just, it, you know, you just hit on the, it, it's a space that's getting more mature. Hence it's in the income strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's nothing, I wouldn't say there's anything particularly special versus public stores, just size and location. Um, there's other ones out there that are perfectly fine. Cube is another one. Um, it's good for an income strategy because it's got that staying power. It's, it is a cash cow. They've got nice, they, so they pay nice dividends. Um, just one of those things that's, you know, in our income strategy, we're very proud of our REIT portfolio because it's not your typical REIT portfolio. It's things like, you know, storage facilities and data centers and healthcare related facilities. Um, as opposed to, you know, I think we have one apartment complex and it's a, um, you know, it's kind of the lower end apartment complex uh, company. It's, it's so we're not, we're not interested in office spaces. That's a dying market in our, in our view. And you're seeing that in spades in all the major cities in the country right now where office space, what in San Francisco, they're talking about making them and turning them into homeless shelters. Um, so there's, I wouldn't say there's anything, it, this isn't like the growth portfolio where we're looking for some whiz bang technology and innovation and creativity. This is just well-run companies. But Bolero is in the growth the portfolio though. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about, you mentioned extra space, extra space. Well, I know, but there's they they fit roughly into the same, in a similar profiles in some ways. That's why I was making that distinction. One is, and it, and it's purely size really when it comes down to it. I mean, public stores to find companies is big. Blair uh, still got room to grow. And well, it's, no, I'm talking uh, versus extra space storage. The, the public storage is much larger. Oh yeah. I see what, I see what you're saying, but but the, the a lot of what to, what both these companies are doing is just yeah it's similar it's not like they're doing anything all that different but yeah you know, the difference between public storage is a sixty two billion dollar company and extra space playing a second exactly is a twenty billion dollar company gotcha and in different much more broad oh I say broad public storage is more broadly diversified as to geography but not in the same kind of locations that extra space is. So there's, there's plenty of room for growth still, or there's plenty of room for more players in that than one in that space, but it is more mature. There's not the level of fragmentation at all as there is, for example, in the bowling industry. So that's the difference. That's why Bolero was a growth yes. because, because yes. the bowling industry is still more fragmented. Yes. Than- and it's just smaller. I mean, Bolero itself, I mean, as far as the, the company, and you want to talk about market cap, um, It's a billion eight. It's just yeah. a baby. Yeah, it's pretty small. With with less than ten percent market share, um, not really anybody else that's doing things like they are doing on the scale that they're doing. Um, not that there's any particular big moat to somebody else doing that, but but it's just not happening. It hasn't happened. It's not happening, and so they've got a pretty wide open, you know. Greenfield in front of them, as far as you know, companies out there that are are, are businesses out there that are the mom and pop type business, um, as well as some that are chain like, but maybe as opposed to having you know two hundred and fifty stores, have twenty. 
they just bought one. I can't remember where it was. Uh, I think it was in the Northeast somewhere. Or it was a very high quality operation as well, but they only had like 20 of them. And it was very regionally located. In fact, I think it was like East Coast and L.A. or somewhere in L.A. or Southern California. And, you know, for for a company like that to start doing what Bolero has done is is a big task. So they were more than happy to sell the Bolero and Bolero will take that and run with it and, you know, put their scale on it and. It's that kind of story, but the margins are ridiculous. You know, we're talking about like fifty percent gross margins in a business like that is pretty crazy. There not you go. Some, not something you get all the time. No, definitely not. And you also, and something you touched on, and briefly. inexpensive right now. It's 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 trading at the low end of its range. The, the CEO, uh, longtime CFO, uh, has some health issues and had to retire, and that caused the stock to get hit a little bit. But there's there's a deep bench there; it shouldn't be an issue. Gotcha. Well, one thing you touched on quickly before we leave uh, is the fact that a lot of Bolero success is just the efficient staffing. Efficient staffing, managing the staffing properly. But then as you grow, it's like any kind of you know restaurant businesses, for example, will do well as they grow because they gain scale. They're centralizing all their purchasing. They're, they have a model that's the same. They just keep repeating it over and over and over again. And that's where you get, you get success. The restaurant, restaurant business is a terrible business when it's just one restaurant, generally speaking. But once you start getting across that, you know, the, 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 where the model is cookie cutter and it just keeps, and it's working and it just keeps, you know, being repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated. I mean, McDonald's was a classic example of that, right? Um, so those can be, and those are, those are interesting businesses and businesses we will take a look at because of that kind of, in the restaurant business, uh, new ideas with similar kinds of scale opportunities can be very interesting. It, it's, it's, it can be surprising how well those kinds of companies can do, especially if it's a generally low cost, high throughput, high, high traffic through, <coughs> excuse me, kind of, kind of thing, as opposed to, you know, take a Ruth's Chris steakhouse, which is public, or at least it was, I haven't looked at it in a while. I mean, maybe they went private. Harder, right? Because that's much more of the traditional, you know, sit down, white cloth type restaurant and tougher to tougher to turn that into something really explosive. But the the simplicity of a McDonald's, um, a, a Chipotle Mexican grill, I mean, just was just a phenomenal success. Former holding of ours. Um, Former holding of McDonald's. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. McDonald's sold a long time ago, but yeah. They were like seed money, I think. There's lots of interesting businesses out there. You just have to. And we know about all of them. I'm just kidding. A lot of them. We might know about all of them, but But, we haven't necessarily been smart enough to invest in all of the good ones. You can't get them all. Can't get them all. All right. Well, Jerry. Doug. Once more, we found something to talk about. Without having any clue, we were going to do it 10 seconds before we started. I like that. Exactly. So. All right. Well, remember, check us out, taylorforgone.com. We're resurrecting taylor.invest. Taylor.invest on Instagram. We're getting that going again. We've got where we had some changes with the account. Everything's going well. And then we've got uh, also, where can people find? Oh, yeah. The podcast, of course. Remember, if you're, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, give us a rating. We'd love to hear it. A good rating. And uh, if you want to email the podcast, long only at taylorforgone.com. Until next time, I'm Doug. I'm Jerry.
Thanks for joining us on the Long Only Podcast. Bye.